podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hi everyone, Gav here from the Fatback 4 Daily. Before we get into this show uh, that was recorded tonight, and it is a belter, trust me, it's an absolute belter, I just want to let you all know about our YouTube channel. Now, we've done very little with this YouTube channel. We're trying our best to get it moving in some sort of way. If you listen on audio download, that's absolutely fine. If you watch on Periscope, that's absolutely fine. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it might be. Keep listening, keep supporting us, it's absolutely brilliant. But I would ask you, if you have access to YouTube, which most of you do, I presume, go to YouTube, type in LFC Day Trippers, hit subscribe, hit the bell icon, and you will never miss another show. Enjoy this one. Seriously, it's a belter. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast for this Sunday night. I am Gav, with me is Keith, Grizz and Werner, nearly done, aka Matt. Um, tonight we are going, to, we've a lot to get through, a lot to get through. We have the team over in our stuff, so when we were on our show the other night, um, this was kind of breaking a couple of hours beforehand, but it was a kind of immediate reaction, but more stuff has happened in the last couple of days, or more information, or perceived information has happened, so we want to have a look at that. On top of that, we want to have a look at Klopp, um, FSG, because there's been a serious reaction to FSG as well, and then the most important bit of say to last, and that's winning the title when football returns in about two weeks' time. Um Lads, you're all very welcome. Um There's loads of people flying into the chat now, and I'd say this is going to There'll be more on this, I'd say, in the next hour to hour and a half. Um, but I want to start off with Timo Werner. So the perception was over the last probably six months, probably a bit longer, that Timo Werner was very, very much on Liverpool's radar. Um, some journals said, no, uh, we've killed interest. Some said it won't happen. Some said it will. And right up until Thursday, uh, when a supposed deal with Chelsea had been agreed with Timo Werner, um, people still thought Timo Werner would be a Liverpool player, myself included. But... I just want all your reaction to it. Um, how you feel over it? What do you think's gone down? What do you think may happen um, in, in the coming days, weeks, or months? And Grace, I'm going to come to you first. Um, like, where do you stand on this? Because whether you believed it was going to happen or not happen, um, are you surprised that Chelsea have struck a deal? Are you are you a bit weary of the supposed struck deal when you look at the comments from from Leipzig and you know the the there's rumour there and there's link there, but for me, there's not a hell of a lot to to, to solidify all that. So my initial reaction was, um, I'd say, I'd say the majority. Um, Ray Dick has just said exactly what I said as soon as we came online. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> anyway, forget all that. But look, that's all right. I've got to focus back now. 
Yeah, so Gav, basically, look, my initial reaction was of uh, surprise because I, like you, believed it was going to happen um, at some stage, whether it's going to be sort of this season or the next season. I really thought we'd... I'd really, I'd, I really thought uh, we'd done a similar job to what we'd done with Keita and Virgil. And Ox to a certain degree as well, mm-hmm. because I remember at the time Ox was destined or supposedly going to Chelsea. So, you know, I... I, I it seemed as though we had done the same thing in terms of Klopp's done the groundwork with the player himself. And then it's just a matter of the small matter of agreeing a deal with his club, which was the problem. Um, um, we, you know, it's it's since become very apparent that even though we were big fans of Werner and I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we weren't ever interested in Werner now because as some of the local media are intimating that, you know, there wasn't much interest. There was a lot of interest. Klopp doesn't speak to you three times if there's no interest. Do you know what I mean? So there was disappointment initially because I think because of the the fact that Bundesliga was back on and everyone was watching only Werner and all the hype of the last few months, it seemed an amazing fit. The price, I mean, everything about him was an FSG signing. It screamed an FSG signing, you know, the, the release clause, everything. So from that aspect, there was mm. definitely disappointment personally. But that disappointment kind of lasted, I'd say, about five to six hours, Gav. And when you think, when you take a back seat and see where we are, you know, from where we are and how they've operated, because you've got to remember, this is how FSG operate. Whether we like it or not, as fans, that's the that's their business model. Uh, and it's brought us amazing success so far. So therefore, they have enough credit for us to carry on trusting them. You know, the golden team of, it's not just FSG, it's like Edwards, Gordon, Klopp, you know, the transfer has to be perfect for us to go for it. And I think that's the best way to go for it. So there was something about it that wasn't perfect. And so therefore we pulled out. Okay. Keith, um, I don't think there's any doubt that there was a, a massive interest in team over here. Um, you know, now there's a lot of publications and media out there that will clickbait you every day with team over here updates with regards to Liverpool, because I don't think any team gets more clicks, um, than Liverpool, to be quite mm. honest with you. But <clears throat> when you look at the way this has gone down, and you, you know, like you have, you have Matt Law from the Telegraph says that Timo Werner has agreed to deal with Chelsea, okay? And the following day, you have, I suppose, Liverpool based journalists or people that predominantly write about Liverpool coming out and they've all the information about Zoom calls and the information about this, that, and the other. It doesn't add up to me, Keith, because if Liverpool were briefing the media, okay, at some stage to say, listen, this isn't happening, um, it could be for several reasons. It could be we just don't have the money or we have our eye on, on something bigger and we can't do this alongside of something bigger that's become available. It doesn't make sense to me to brief them after the event. To me, if they're briefing, they should have had that out 48 hours in advance because, listen, Liverpool, in my opinion, would know if Timo Werner was speaking to Chelsea because they always know. All clubs know who everyone's speaking to in order to get the best deal for their for their client, i.e. the agent, letting every club know who's involved. 
it doesn't add up to me, Keith. Does it add up to you? Now, the more I'm reading into it and looking at this, like I think Liverpool sort of walked away from this a long time ago. I think I was sceptical about all that talk. I thought they were interested and they were playing a game um, about, you know, letting the release clause <coughs> die a death and, you mm. know, you, you listen to certain journalists and you take their word for it. But the more I'm looking at this now, I'm sort of... I think the the journalists aren't get we we sort of know they're not getting much information now. They get the odd scrap, but they're not getting the information that they used to be getting. And I think there might have been a Zoom call with Timo Werner, but I reckon that was just Klopp saying to him, "Look, we're not going to be moving for you. Move on." Like I, I I've made me peace with this one. <laughs> to be honest, I'm I'm not as upset maybe as the others are about this. Um. It's it's the talk coming out is all coming from the loops again, and it's going to be coming from the from the agent um, of Team Werner. And I just don't think I think if Liverpool wanted him, I said this to you if Liverpool wanted him, they'd sign him, they'd have him. There wouldn't be any Chelsea could make any bid they want, but he'd be coming to Liverpool. Mm. So I just think Liverpool are, and in, I think they're taking a sensible approach. This season, we all seen the comments by Klopp over the weekend about, um, you know, reducing, taking, asking players to take a, a wage deferral or a wage cut, and then spending fifty million on someone. Maybe that's what it's coming down to. You know, maybe it's all about optics. It could be. It could be, Matt. Um, we can we can kind of see by um by your name on screen as Werner nearly done. Um, <laughs> you've been adamant on this. Um whether it's been a bit of crack or not. But where's your what's your stance on this? Do you, do you think we walked away from it a long time ago? Do you think our position as interested has never changed and this could be a ploy by, by Leipzig? Because I can't understand. I, I have a feeling Leipzig know they're not getting the 50, 55 million when this, con- when this uh, clause expires. They'll get less, and is it? Do you do you feel like it could be a play from them to say, "Listen, a deal has been agreed, and let's see if anybody else piles in behind and is willing to put that extra fifteen, twenty million on top, just to make sure it happens for them." Uh, I'll answer both your questions there. The first one, I'm I'm with Keith on this. I think we stepped away a long time ago. Um, mm. We don't be spending them them type of wages and that type of money on a on a player that's not going to start and exactly. start next season. Mm. Um, it's just not something that does. We've got the best front three in the world, and we we've had that for a few seasons now. I, I can only see young talent or or someone who's willing to deputise uh, in any of them three positions coming in yeah. at any point. Um, the second part of it with Leipzig trying to play a game, they'll they'll know from the Kaiser deal that you, you don't be playing games with. Liverpool, FSG or Edwards. So I don't think it's that at all. I generally think he'll go to go to Chelsea and that's that. Um, mm. When the type of people who are reporting it on Twitter, like uh, Matt Law and all them, are saying it's a done deal, then it's a done deal. Uh, we've mm. just got to accept it. Now, missing that Werner, yeah, he's an absolutely amazing player. Like we, yeah. we, we, We'd all love him. Um, but a lot of the fantasising about him is just because people on Twitter were told that we're going to get him. Um, I mean, I, I mess around to put it on there, but no one should be taking me serious. I'm, I'm just some lad. On, In more ways than one. <laughs> exactly. That. So yeah. th- this is what happens. We we build up hope about a player that 
a lot of us haven't even already seen. All right, so you might you might watch a bit of YouTube. Might there's, I reckon there's about ten percent of Twitter that actually watch the Bundesliga week in week out, and they'll know what they're talking about, and that's about it. Everyone else just hears about this guy scoring goals, and yeah, he's a great player, but, but we don't look into the in-depth part of him and whether he'll suit us or not. Um, of course, we all love a big sign, and but if you can't trust the, the the current setup that we have in every single department, commercial, You're never trust anything, scouting, yeah. mm. um, uh, Edwards with, with the football side, mm. the Klopp uh, and Pep Linders and all this, uh, we, we all idolise them and then we slag them when they don't do what we want. If you yeah. can't trust mm. them to make the right decision for this club, then... Yeah. Spot on. Listen, lads, you, you, you're going to just be upset <clears throat> by everything that every decision that they make. Um, they, they, you, you might as well just sit back and enjoy the football because you're never going to be happy. I, Matt, do you know what? I genuinely <laughs> think, yeah, if if Minamino cost us 40 million, 40, 50 million in January, yeah. there wouldn't be this uproar now. It's just the fact but, that we, there's a, not we, but there's a lot of, lot of LFC fans that still in this day and age seem to think high fees equals guaranteed success or success when it's never been the case barring Allison and VVD. But then again, Allison and VVD prove what Keith said initially about if Klopp really wanted Werner in terms of in every sense. Now, I still accept, I still don't accept that we didn't want Werner. But if Klopp wanted Werner at all costs, he would have got him. And mm. Keita, VVD and Alisson are examples of that. The difference is Alisson was coming in to, to, to take care of a position which yeah. we were struggling in. VVD was VVD. well, we knew we needed a centre-back for a long time and VVD was plugging that hole. When he's coming in to, to battle with three of the best in the world, yeah. We can't be wasting. We all, we're already the third or second highest paying on wages in the league anyway, uh, because of the bonuses yeah. they get. We can't be paying someone a grand a week to someone, a, a young lad coming in, uh, and then uh, he might not even start every week. Well, my, said, my argument this is isn't, my, this isn't me making an excuse of not getting but, Werner. I like well, I, I do I do like him. What I've seen, I haven't seen loads of him, but I do like what I've seen of him. I told but, you he's good in it. We're not going to we're not going to do that. Dan couldn't agree more, which is uh, owners have helped us get to where we are now. Why lose faith now? I think that's a very fair point. But I would say on Timo Werner, like, listen, I'm going to put it out there. I'm a massive, massive supporter of FSG. I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat around the bush on that. I'm a massive I'm fan of them. Um, <laughs> what? I can take him or leave him. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a massive fan of them um, for what they've done at the club, the way they run things. But I will say on the Timo Werner thing, my biggest thing on Timo Werner was, I'm not too bothered if he if he starts. I, I don't go in for all that. I go in for, can you improve your squad? I think he would have massively. Um, I think that his flexibility and where he can play was a huge plus for me. He has the attributes you're looking for, but it was also some forward planning. And what I mean by that is, you're looking at, you're looking at Mane, Salah, Firmino, right? And all around 28, approaching 29. You know, we don't know how many years at their peak they have left. Plus, aside from that, you don't know of one or two of them. Uh, could turn around in a year or two time and say, listen, I've won the Premier League with Liverpool. I've won the Champions League. I've won this. I've won that. I want to go and try something else. Uh, All so right. Gavin, no, I need to jump in here because I think... No, let him finish, not, man. No, go I, on, I Matt. Because I, I forget. I've had a few beers. Uh, yeah, us not getting too. Werner Sake. is, is uh, a guarantee that them lads have given commitment to Klopp. That's yeah. how I see it. 
It could be that. It could absolutely be that. The other thing you could look at mm. is is that all right, people are saying we haven't spent massive money over to, over two summers. Well, it'd be two summers if we include this one. Um, if nothing happens, I'm still not convinced that would be the case. But the club could be looking at it from another point and saying, well, look, do you know what? Do you remember we spent no money last year? And we, we don't really have to spend a lot this year. And we yeah. can actually get through this COVID problem in a way better position than a lot of teams. But um, yeah. just it's it's a bit of luck that's thrown our way because we didn't do much last year. And now we, we, we can come out the other side of it. We're a, with, with the best Liverpool side you've ever seen, let's be honest about it. It's not like we're sitting here going, we're fucking sixth in the table and we might make Champions League and this fella wants to leave. We're in a brilliant, brilliant position. But just on Timo Werner itself... Um, I just think it is, it is a missed opportunity. I do feel that, having said that, I'm a bit with Grizz. After a couple of hours of reading it, um, I thought to myself, I genuinely thought to myself, what the fuck am I doing here? Liverpool are about to win a title in two weeks and I'm sitting worrying about fucking Timo Werner. I, I'm kind of going, like, <clears throat> go through the years where we thought we've missed great players. Oh, what, we'll never get them players and we should have done this. And you look where we are now. It's, it's just, for me, it's, um, <clears throat> it, it, it is a bit of a shock because look, regardless of, of, of how, clued up you are on what people say in the media and what you can take mm. as good and what you don't you still kind of get that in the back of your head you're still imagining Timo Werner in a Liverpool <coughs> squad yeah. and what he can do you know the kind of my hair on the head go, on. go, go ahead on. Chris. Okay. no go ahead no, no, you, I mean even though Keith and Matt saying that we walked away um, weeks ago or whatever that may be the case but I genuinely firmly believe and I still believe that if it wasn't for this pandemic Werner would be a Liverpool player. In my mind, there's absolutely no doubt that we would have bought him if it wasn't for the the financial restrictions. Just the financial uncertainty. I mean, you know, we don't know. Look, and Klopp said in it, look, we can only... And the best person to go by is Jurgen Klopp, I think. And he literally said in an interview where he says, six, seven weeks ago, we didn't know. Do you remember when all the null and void was at its peak? We didn't know if there was going to be a season. Mm-hmm. Completion, even. Do you know, did. we didn't know. We did. We we, we didn't. We didn't know when crowds were going to come back. What the sky money was about. You know, etc. etc. So I do <clears> feel <throat> yes. Six seven weeks ago is possibly where we said to Timo in those chats between Jurgen. Look, I love you and and all, all that, mate. And we're German and all that. And we've got a bond and all that, mate. But I'm not sure. And my club is unsure if we can afford the buyout closing, you know, and, and if your club's going to accept our terms. And I think that's the turning point in, in, in Werner's head because he fucking definitely didn't want to stay at his club anymore. Yeah. He, got, yeah, yeah. He, got, he got sharpened <clears throat> by Bayern last season. That's so right. That's man. the point where he thought, oh shit, if Leipzig don't accept our, you know, as because Liverpool tried to negotiate a deal. We know we did. Structured it, whatever, how we do it, you know, how we go about business. And that's a, that's not a criticism of, FSG, that's the way they work, and they've done brilliantly. So, who are we to argue? Well, you for me, for me, generally, as a as a general rule for all fans, if you're seeing loads of stuff about a player linked to Liverpool on the internet, chances are we're not getting them. So, move on. Uh, yeah, it's we, we, oper- we operate in the dark. That's how we do yeah. it. So, yeah. you might get the odd little thing. Uh, I think we knew a couple of weeks early on the Ox deal. Um, the only big one was was Van Dijk. Other than that. We're, we're operating in the dark, and, that, and that's how we we do it. If a agent does leak something, the chances are we won't go to, to that player. Uh, just tr- just live down by them rules, and you'll be a much happier person. Yeah. Like I've no doubt that like we Matt- were after Werner, right? That we were after Werner, but the COVID changed everything. But if we look at everything that 
And Matt said this earlier about spending that money on a player that doesn't go into the first team. And I think that's key because Klopp, everything Klopp has said since he's come to Liverpool and everything FSG have said, if you look back, right, FSG have constantly said there's money there to spend if we feel the right player is there. And they've done it with Alisson and they've done it with Van Dijk. It's not FSG making the call. It's Klopp making the call. People seem to think think it's FSG and they seem to think that FSG are holding Klopp back. They're not. Klopp makes these calls. If we don't sign anyone this summer, it's not because FSG will not give money for a player. It's that Klopp wants the squad that he has now and he's happy to go with that. Klopp is not a gilly. Klopp's not a gilly who's going to accept that. Keith, I'm not going to 100% agree with that because um, they haven't proved to me that they will make signings or make and make investments without selling. But oh, I'm not arguing what's against What's the problem system. with that? No, no, what's exactly. I, with that? No, no, no. Exactly. People seem to think... But people seem to say that, Chris, right? And they seem, not what you I said, understand. but in general. Yeah, but and they seem to make out it's a, it's a negative thing. Oh, it's a set, boy to sell, boy to sell. Look, but that's look. a business model that they have that they've put in place Absolutely. and that has worked for them and since it's working day one. Perfectly, yeah. Absolutely. Working, like, we, we're we need selling to, drops. And yeah, we need to set out it. There's a big difference between uh, wanting the player and being unhappy getting him and then being yeah. FSG out. The FSG out, as we need to forget. Forget they've, that. They, they've they've them. They've made the best. Well, want, and now, uh, and now they just want to... Gav, Gav, what I'm saying, no, I was trying to say... Listen, I'll let you finish. Every single bit of him, uh, anything that happens, they will turn it against him. So they've made the best. Now, sod them, Matt. Forget them. Yeah, the people that are unhappy, then yeah, yeah, you could be unhappy with a player. But this is this is how we operate. As Keith said, yeah. we're, we're buy to sell. And but I, I it's, think, made, it's made us uh, into I think, the great, I greatest think, team we've ever seen. Yeah. It is the greatest team. It is the greatest team. Premier League after choice. 30 years. Gav, all I'm saying, three, Gav, just quick three European Hold on. finals in what, four years? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Go on, Chris. Just a quick uh, point while saying about Keith's point is I agree that the business model they implemented and what they believe in has made what us, what Matt's just said, right? All I was disagreeing with was it's not, it's not, you know, if Klopp wants him, we get him. I don't think it works like that completely. It's a teamwork. It's Gordon. It's the owners. It's Edwards. And it has to be hundred percent agreement. So it's not if just, you know, FSG out as a, a wankers, we know that. Forget that, ignore them. But I also think it's naive to think it's just Klopp. if Klopp wants a player, we go get him. I don't think that's the case as well. I genuinely think Klopp wanted Werner, but he looked at the circumstances, discussed it with the rest of his board, team, owners, and decided that, okay, now's not the time to go for it. And that's how proper level-headed businesses, successful businesses operate, in my yeah. opinion. Well, but like, do you feel that if they wanted, did you feel that if Klopp said, "Look, I really want Werner," he wouldn't yes, have got him? Like, like I that's what I mean. They would have given it, and Klopp. I think so. I think so. I agree with that. Yeah, I think so. And you three pricks have just jumped ahead as always, instead of like just discussing what I asked you to discuss. You've just gone through the whole fucking show. We might as well kill it here. Yeah, wrap um, it up. Well, it is, Matt. He's had a few beers. He's changed location now. He's just trying to show us that he's more windows than Andy Young. Um, still hasn't brushed his hair, but like, he can do what he likes. <laughs> but listen, no, look, my my biggest gripe with all of this is the journalism in, in it all. Yeah. Uh, genuine, and I said this the other day, um, I said this the other day to you, Grace, we are having a bit of a back and forth on, on WhatsApp. And my, my thing is, like, Matt Law breaks this, and that's fine, right? I, I'm still a bit weary over that, but that's just probably me being a Liverpool fan because I had it in my head about Timo Werner and stuff like that. But 
the, the stuff that came out from some journalists the next day was appalling, right? And are you mean Liverpool journalists or Liverpool journalists that write okay. about Liverpool, right? Mm. For them to come out the next day after Matt Law breaks this, right? And people are saying, no, oh, they're being briefed by the club, you know, they write this big piece on this, that, and the other. But they were coming out and they were saying, oh, they pulled out in, in, in April. They, they, he had Zoom calls. He said this to him on Zoom calls. The Liverpool done this, Liverpool done that. Are you telling me that Liverpool only briefed them that day, one? And two, if they had this information at hand, they were going to wait until someone else agreed a deal. They would have been on it like a fucking light, yeah. breaking a massive story, going back in April, going, Liverpool are out of team over because A, B, C, D, and E, right? The, the reporting for me was, was appalling. And even reading the headlines um, from from big media organisations and big journalists to, to turn and go, are you actually for fucking real? And I can only think of two reasons, or one reason probably. They all wrote this because they went, we knew fuck all about this. Now I have to make it look like I did, you know, and, and cover myself a little bit. But look, that's, that's just me. Um, but as I said... Timo Werner, I think, is a fantastic player. I think he'd be a fantastic addition to anyone he goes to. Chelsea yeah. is a—it's a big move from the the talk is two hundred grand a week, which is, which is probably justifiable for Chelsea because they need yeah. someone like that. And people and forget about Chelsea. There, Gav. They need yeah, a, the they have a position for him. They have a yeah, exactly. They have a position for him. Eleven for him. They they have a need. They've yeah. they've sold um, players for big big money over the last while while in a transfer ban, so they probably have cash swashing around there that they can they can probably take a hundred million quid gamble oh. on something without of and and still be affected as much by COVID as A B or C, you know, yeah. United Liverpool or whatever. But for me, uh, I kind of got over it then because I literally just had my eye on this title in two weeks' time. But the reaction, ma, the reaction to it has been. Mind blown to me, absolutely mind blown. I've seen people shout that they want FSG out. They they feel that um, Klopp is being hamstrung by FSG. Um, Klopp is not being backed by FSG. There's no money in the club. They're no good. It's just being. It's literally like, and I'm, I I hate to say this. It's literally like certain people want some sort of negative thing to happen in in any way, so they can just vent something that is probably going back about five years when they were a little bit unsure and probably um, nailed their colours to a mast. Has wow. has the reaction surprised you or have you just gone block, 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 block because I'm not listening to this shit? Well, I don't actually have a Twitter account at the moment. I've booted off again. But yeah. if I did, it wouldn't surprise Sad times. The, the, these are the people we need to ignore. They're, they're the same people over and over again. They said the same thing last season and now look at us. They said the same uh, thing season before and then we're European champions. They, they made their bed in 2014 and they're sticking to it. They're not big enough people to admit they were wrong. Um, and and they're that, sticking to it. Then that, and, that, and that's, think, the end, think, that's the end of it. And, and that, Go on. I'd I, I said no, just quickly. Like it's the same for United fans. United fans suddenly think they're amazing because we haven't had good football. These cunts hide behind, hide under a fucking rock all season, waiting for us to draw one game, then come out saying FSG out or miss out on one player. It's, we haven't had football. We haven't we haven't been winning. We haven't won the title or anything yet. Um, so they've just forgotten how good we are, and they're, they're just going after the negative. They'll still be out there cheering at the end of the season. I, I, I fucking resent them for it, and they. I don't want them anywhere near the club, but they'll, oh, no, they'll be out there cheering like the super part, fans yeah. when we win the league. And yeah. then they'll go, as soon as the uh, transfer window comes again, they'll they'll be back on slagging the club. To so these cunts, 
Uh, transfers more means more to them than a yeah. than a cup and a medal. Exactly. That's it. They Not just want to spend money. Medal, they want to think about. We want they want to spend money on Andy Carroll on on, on yeah. loads of shit like that. Just you know what? For the sake of spending. Money. I'm going to have to stop you because I think you're spending. Well, you've tried eight times, Jordan. His Jordan Dakar. Yeah, do you know why? Because I think we're giving the FSG out crowd way too much importance and debate and conversation. Honest to God, we've spent way too long on them already. And yeah, I agree, Chris. Mean that. Move and on. I mean that. It's, it's absolute mongols. What I would, what I would counter, forget the FSG outlaw. They haven't got a clue, so I'm, we're not going to mention them again. Please, I plead with you. Right. What I will say is the ones that are in the middle. So there is a lot of insecurity about our fan base mm. as a whole, and rightly so, because we've had so much fucking bad luck or lack of success, you know, and we've been so close yet so far on so many seasons, right? Like literally 30 years of it, right? So, and now... But, but, but Grizz, you've, if, for the people who have been through all that shit, why why can't you just enjoy this amazing time? No, I get that. I get long for it. Can I explain something before we go on? Because no. Let me exp- no, let me explain something now, right? I'll tell you what's 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 wrong with people that feel that FSG aren't doing a proper job at Liverpool, right? Forget they that. are looking, they are looking, no, I'll tell you what's happening. I'll put it to this way, right? I would like to ask these people, would you rather Manchester United's owners in church, right? And people say, well, they can spend what they want. They can't, right? Because if they could spend what they want, they would go out and spend four and five hundred million every summer, all right? They're accruing massive debts as they go along, and plus their owners are taking money out of a club because they borrow it on a loan. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing is, would you like Mike Ashley to be in charge of Liverpool, where he literally fucking sells the boy, okay? He will sell 40, 50, 60 million and hand your manager 15 and go, that's all you're getting off it, all right? Yeah. A little bit like FIFA. When you sell a player for 50, they'll give you 25 of it, all right? To sign, okay? Or would you like Man City? And this is what I think they want. That's they want, want Man City owners, right? Yeah. They want fellas to come in and go, we're the biggest, we're the best. And the amount of money you spend determines how big a club you are. All right, that's not how it works. That's what they want. Okay, don't make any bones about this. That's what they want, and I'll tell you why. Because Amanda Staveley was rumored to be talking or trying to talk to Liverpool with regards to a, a, a buyout of Liverpool Football Club, and without knowing who Amanda Staveley is, who she was representing, or who what what the plans were, they all wanted her. Why? Because she was back with somebody in the Middle East. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what I what I would Go say on. is look. What I would say is look. At the end of the day. And if this was a tweet, this would get hundreds of likes, right? <laughs> but what, what I would say... I wouldn't is, say it then, Grace. I'd hold it. Yeah, hold on. Hold fire, Grace. What, what, what I would say is we don't have the perfect owners, <clears throat> but in Edwards and Klopp and FSG, we have the perfect storm, the perfect combination. Yeah. yeah? And that's yeah. what's the main... And that's the main thing. That's all that counts. The output. Our output is amazing. How it's done... It is difficult for some sections of fan bases to accept, but so be it. Some don't understand the finances of it all. Some don't understand the complexities of um, sort of recruitment, chemistry in the squad, etc., etc. As you said, they just want shiny new toys at the start of every season, and that's all that counts. But we've created the perfect blend in every single way. Now, the only fear that's sort of justified in some gav. The only fear that's justified in some is we can't stand still. But there's answers for that question as well. 
So, yes, we're so grateful for the owners. <clears throat> we're so grateful for them hiring Klopp. Edwards has been a masterstroke. Everything, and it's the perfect blend, which means you don't fucking get 100 points twice in a year, reach two Champions League if you're not mm. special. We're special. Exactly. We get that. We're very special. But what some level-headed fans, and they have a right to say, forget the Mongols. I'm not talking about the Mongols. I'm talking about the level-headed fans that are questioned and say, look, we get all that, but we still need to capitalise while we're at the top. And that yeah. will and can still be answered, A, because the transfer window isn't open, and B, we don't know who plan B or A is for Werner. Well, mm. three things, right? Number one, standing still. Would would still get us 107 fucking points and yeah. and European champions whatever so that's fine. Uh, number two, a lot of people underestimate what a season of training for players like Minamino, Keita, uh, Harvey Elliott will do. So mm-hmm. they're not standing still. They will come back a lot better players ready for next season. Yeah. Number three, absolute, number yeah. three. Gal, Sorry, I didn't know it was a number three. Sorry. Uh, number three is it's not even the fucking transfer window yet. So how are we standing still? Well, you see, that's that, that's right. the thing for me because as soon as Timo Werner, I, I said all that myself. Anyway. Seem, well, well, <laughs> as, as soon as soon as Timo Werner is announced to have agreed a deal with Chelsea, and I will reiterate this, I I have a feeling there's going to be a twist in this, but I, I'll leave that yeah. there, right? But as soon as that happens, what I seen was, oh, this is a disgrace. Uh, not spend the money again, penny pinching again, and I'm kind of going, well, hold on, maybe. I my overriding feeling on this is, and I could be way off the mark, right? But just judging the way they've done business before, I have a feeling that they have looked at Werner, player B, and player C, and they've decided they'd love any of these three. And I have a feeling that one that is a bit more expensive than Werner, there's been murmurings toward the club that this could happen. And I have a feeling they've decided, no, we're going to leave Werner because this player is coming along. You know, and and, and Sean, he makes the point. Why would you, you can't, you can't sign massive players all the time and alienate all the players that you have there now, you know, and and alienate them to what they've brought you. If we stand still, if we reduce ourselves by by 10%, okay, we'll end up with 90 points next season. Did we stand stand still when we missed out on Fakir? No, because he he was the winner once once uh, summer, yeah. And and look at him now. Look at all yeah. the players that we missed out on and and couldn't shout as we standing still. And look where they are now. And look where we are, Keith. Well, I, I see it, it, that's I, a great example of Fakir because look at the players that we missed out on. Supposedly, Keith had to get in the town. I've just said sorry, that. Sorry, sorry, I beg your pardon. No, no, I was going to give you sorry, sorry. I beg your pardon, Keith. Sorry. Okay, um, Keith. Yes, I've seen a brilliant tweet. I've seen a brief, a brilliant tweet earlier from um, Nish from the yeah, LFC Couch that. podcast, and the, the, the tweet was uh, basically he's seen people giving out about you know um, the Vernet blah 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 the owners blah 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 blah, and he has the question he always has when anything like this happens and is what would you like? Yeah. What would you like? <laughs> what would you like in the owners? What would you like to go? Now, I've given my opinion on what I feel people that give out about the owners. Now, don't get me wrong. The owners have done some stuff that's mad, like £77 yeah. tickets, you know, the furlough of, of, of staff. and they, they've, But they've learned as they've gone. All right. And yeah. that everyone learns as they go and on throughout the career. Yeah. Well. And, 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 and as Sean, he said earlier, that we're the best run football club in the world. Make no yeah. doubt, make no bones about it. Plus that they are looking for us. And, and people would say they bought us for 300 million and they'd sell us for 1.5 and they're only in for the money, <clears> but they would leave us as probably the best self-sufficient running club in the yeah. world. Okay. And people lose sight of that. 
but, but people, the reason they can sell us for 1.3 billion is because we're such a good club. So it, yes, it's we absolutely are. Them. We absolutely are. But Keith, Nish asked that question earlier, and I just thought that's a fantastic question. Mm. What do you feel? Like, it, what worries you if FSG left, or what would excite you if FSG come in? Because I find it hard to get excited over a Middle Eastern fella that comes in with yeah. billions and billions and billions because I just think, right, you might spend loads of money, you might have a great time, but you will walk an absolute financial um, exactly. and club tightrope. What, what, you, what would excite you? People are forgetting about the financial implications of getting in Middle East money. You know what I mean? We saw a few years back, it was Chinese investment was all over the place. And if you look at all the clubs that were bought by the Chinese investments, a lot of them are falling. Like Inter Milan, AC Milan, Valencia, um, Birmingham, you know, loads of them that got the, the Chinese investment and the bubble burst. The same will happen with the Middle East money as well. Do you know what I mean? Like there, Sean, you saying there, the club's valuation is over 2 billion, like bought for 300 million and valued at over 2 billion now. I mean, that's unbelievable going in 10 years from that club. But that's not from any one thing. That's because they fixed the whole thing, the whole top to bottom. New uh, training ground, stadium increased uh, without having to move to a solar stadium. They even brought in the best manager possible, the best sort of recruitment team, the best everything, top to bottom. Do you know, new Nike deal, everything. We've won European Cup and are going to win the Premier League. They've done made mistakes but they've done well in my opinion they're the best owners you can have I've seen a lot on Twitter about you know people saying oh what about like fan ownership like Barcelona but look at the state Barcelona are in Barcelona are not in the good good shakes at the moment Bayern Munich in Germany are a very well run club they monopoly in in Germany you know what you can get in England is you're not going to get the you know what was it? Steve Morgan tried to buy us a few years ago for buttons. You know, we'd have been in the scooter. Yeah, we'd have been in the scooter if he'd have bought us. You know, you're not going to get that dream sort of local fan that has a construction company can buy it. So you're talking the top, top echelons here that who can buy it. So you're looking at Middle East money. You're looking at oil oligarchs in Russia. You're looking at Chinese money or American investment. Now, of all the types of investment we could get, they're not taking a B and L. They're just increasing the valuation of the club for when they eventually do sell it. Do you know what I mean? So I don't understand. I'm firmly an FSG fan as much as you can be a fan of your owners because ultimately I think it's the football team is what we really support and the success on the pitch is what we all want to see. I mean, we're talking about FSG and we're about to win the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? And people But but the funny thing is, uh, but but what I can't get my head around the times is, right? And, Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Like, we done 97 points last season. Now, don't get me wrong. When they took over in 2010, we were on all sorts of shit, right? Namely, Murray Hodgson. Um, but, you know, we, we, we have that. We go through. We think, you know, we win the League Cup in 2012, don't we? Um, you know, and, and we, we kind of stutter on, stutter on. And, and, and they're finding their feet and, you know, like, 
they've they've made some bad decisions, they've made some good decisions. But as it's gone on, they've got better and better and better. And like we're on a par with anybody commercially now. Yeah. Anybody commercially, hundred percent. Okay, and, 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 and it's not. But it's not as if you're sitting there going. Oh, you need to get rid of these. Yeah, yeah. They put the value up on the club, but let's be honest with it. What are we doing? I'll tell you what we've done. We've 97 points last season in the European Cup. We've absolutely upended the league this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. We've got out of the Champions League. But, and, and while all this is going on, we've had the financial power of Chelsea, um, United, City, and we've put it up to all of them yeah. on this model. So it's not like this model can't compete. You know, it's like the way, the and, and they've Brian. done it, they've, yeah. but they've done it in a way, they've done it in a way that's not as, I would argue, not as spectacular as a Manchester City, or probably not as spectacularly as Manchester United, even though they failed. They have spent a lot of money as well. So I, I, I genuinely, hand on heart. What? I'd say it's more spectacular. No, it what I mean was, so in, it, it's not, it's not, it's not, no, what I mean by that is, it's not up in lights. You know, yeah, okay, and you, okay. you, people don't walk around going, oh, you know, Liverpool done this. They look and go, oh, Man City just have all this money in it. And it's like a fear. It's, uh, yeah. Liverpool, you know, they don't, people don't seem to, if you don't fear someone spending power, their spending power isn't good. And Liverpool spending power is quite good for me. And I genuinely hand on heart, I fear the day FSG leave this, leave this club. Oh, yeah. For yeah, the simple reason is, so you, what, if it, it's worth two billion quid, if, if it's worth two billion quid, who's right, this it? time next year, who's buying it? Who's yeah. putting two billion quid up and then saying to them, and it's now, do you know what? It's going to cost you another billion over the next five to six years as well on top of that. There's only well, so many people can do that. And I'd be worried about who it will be. Exactly. Yeah, but I like what Matt said earlier about a win-win because I, I, I'm pro FSG as you guys know, but you have to have some sort of in between as well. And look, they they didn't buy us for the love of Liverpool. They no. didn't know about us. Agreed. They bought they bought us for our name, our history, you know, our our standard in the game, and they knew yeah. that we're going cheap at the time because they're businessmen. Exactly, they bought us as an investment. Yeah, yeah, investment. And with all investments, the more you look after it, the more you run it efficiently, the, the and, and, and as a result become more successful, the more it grows. Now, I I have my doubts if if I'd be worried if they were gone, Gav. I'd, I wouldn't have doubts. I wouldn't be worried. Oh, I'd, be, I'd be usually worried. That's you, no problem. I, I wouldn't. I'd be more worried about Klopp. My only, the key factor for me, in all of FSG's time is Jurgen Klopp. And they had, but then again, they get the credit for that because they they've done them. the analysis. They had the foresight. They had, you know, they had the, in, the, 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 the knowledge, the general knowledge to know that he's the best man for the job. Even though, devil's advocate here, even though Carlo Ancelotti was the first choice and even though Carlo Ancelotti didn't believe in their business model and that's why he said no to it but fair enough Jurgen Klopp knew what he was going into Jurgen Klopp agreed with how it works and 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 as a result it's the best combination in the world right now that's what you could say as, as you, the whole team you just know the fans of other clubs especially like City can I jump and say so so jealous of how we've done it and you can tell because yeah. of the bitterness towards us they, yeah. they know their, yeah. their title win is just it's pretty hollow, and you can see it from the the uh, t- the celebrations that when they win the league, there's nothing there. It's hollow because people yeah. know they just bought it. We've done it with our own money, and we've done it the right way. The exactly. only problem you can't overstate that people had at the beginning. Number one, they didn't have the patience. 
a lot of, a lot of people could see what was happening and wheels were turning, but people wanted instant success, which is okay. People want that because where we are, but you, you just need to have that patience with them. And number two, which is the biggest thing, I think, why people uh, aren't as uh, forthcoming with praise against FSG is they don't understand how deep in the shit we actually were. Yeah. This is the biggest problem. If they knew we we were like we were literally days from going bankrupt as a club. Less than that. If they if they could look at and it's not just that, it's not just about the money, because they can come in and secure the money pretty quick and get over that hurdle. But we were we were rotten to the core of the club. We had yeah. no system set up. We the 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 scouting department, the like every single department was fighting with others, John Hicks and, and, and Gillette. You had the commercial side fighting with the football side. He didn't have a proper director of football, he didn't have a scouting set up, he didn't have any of this set up. So they had to go in and not only secure the club financially, which was probably their easiest thing to do, they had to sort the club out from top to fucking bottom. And they needed to get the fans back on side. They needed to sort the stadium out, which was a fucking mess. They had all the plans that we paid for for the other, the new stadium that never happened. All yeah. this shit. And they had to sort it out. And they've done it. it well, if, them, if that's the thing, if, if they make, had bought the club directly from uh, Moore's, would it be as much of an issue? Well, I think a lot of people are still scarred from Hicks and Gillette. Do you know what I mean? You'd one set of American owners. We were bought over by them. Mm. And there was a huge sort of anti-American vibe going on as well, even when FSG bought it. And I think that's yeah, sort yeah. of been there for years. And you that resurfaces now. It, it, it does resurface. Yeah. Spot on, Keith. Chris, can I, you put this... I mean, uh, Gav, can you put this comment on, up from Thomas Kennedy hmm. about FSG? He's not FSG out. He's saying... He, he said here, for anyone who can't see it, the net spend over the... He's not FSG out, but the net spend over the last few years doesn't look great. Why do you give a shit? I think it's fantastic. The only thing that should look great is how we perform on the pitch. So I think that looks net, great. If the net spend doesn't look great, it's because we've invested in good players and made them better and sold them on at the right time at good money yeah. so we can reinvest. If if people are so hung up on that... This, this is it. Matt's Sorry, he's just gone. Yeah. If, if, what, you've just, what, what, what he's just said there proves... That net spend means fuck all. It means bollocks because our net spend doesn't look great, and yet we're the greatest football team in the world. And that's it. The net spend so, is one thing, but to be winning leagues and winning European cups while having that low net spend, that's yeah. the perfect the, the, storm. The, I don't say don't get it's a sign. Hung, it's hung a sign. Spend. If I could take one word out, of no, but it's a sign. Be net spend two words. That's two words. <laughs> but, but I, I'll give you. I'll give you my word, and we can go in together. Yeah. Double but the fact the, the fact that 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 Sammy his name what was his name Thomas his name, Thomas. Thomas. Thomas the fact that Thomas has said that is 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 an example of why I said earlier and I think I think it was before we started recording or maybe in this conversation I don't know because we talk like this off air as well but the fact that Minamino was how much was he Keith seven, seven and a half seven, seven and a half seven million and half. again if Minamino was fifty million I think people would be more excited yeah. and less. There'll be less tantrums being thrown about now if if our you know if all our signings were 40, 50 million plus. Do you know what I mean? The fact yeah. that we sign gems, the fact that we develop players, including we don't even need to go far back. And people keep bringing up Van Dyke and Allison, but that's how you know. If we even analyze our star boys now, the likes of Mane, Salah, and we bought them for like thirty million, around the 30, yeah. 35 million mark amazing business and we don't even have to go that far back it just shows 
the net spend just the net spend compared to but, how much success but you know we have the, shows but you how know good the f- well we've run. Yeah. The only people but, throwing but Van Dijk and Allison at us are rival fans because they're jealous that we took a player which was worth twelve million and sold him for hundred and fucking forty. Yeah, 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 but the business but the again, thing, great business. But, but unbelievable. The, this is the thing, right? Well, people go on about net spend, and I mean Liverpool fans um, and fans of other clubs, right? The thing about it is, sorry, <clears throat> the thing about it is, if if I if I took, I don't know, a car dealership tomorrow, right, and it was on its arse, or a chicken and, shop, and, and, or a chicken shop, <laughs> or someone that's somewhere that sells defaf fryers, right? <laughs> um, if I took that tomorrow and it's on its arse, right, and in five years' time, uh, say it was worth a half a million quid. And in five years' time, I say to you, this is now worth um, five million quid, okay? But I've state-of-the-art fucking cars in here. Um, I've the best line of cars. I have brilliant customers that come in back to me regularly. I have I've everything, done everything. Uh, you must have spent a fortune. No, not really. I done it on this budget. People would fucking lodge yeah, for exactly. it. Exactly. In it's other lines of bit, in other lines of business, yeah. in yeah, in other lines of business, you will be lauded for this sort of thing. Exactly. Net spend, net spend, right, is just a way of showing how kind of reckless you are with your money. Yeah. Okay. And what I mean by that is, is you look at Man City. I'm sure Man City are probably top of the net spend thing, right? They're probably top of it because, again, it's about spending power. It's not actually what you do with your money. It's how much you fucking spent. Okay. Now, we could go down the line of being up there with Man City or Manchester United are probably a better thing because they spend a shitload of money and look where they are. This, the net spend <laughs> argument against Liverpool is, is actually null and void because Liverpool, Liverpool are now sitting, right, as European champions, are, are, Premier, are Premier League champions in all but name, okay, and have the best squad you've ever seen. And we're going to go, oh, well, we, would people prefer if Liverpool had spent an extra 200 million quid on this squad just so you could say you spent it? It's all That's about, it. I spent this find... much and you only spent this much. It's absolutely off well, the fucking wall Gav, what goes on. Gav, if we take away, if we take away that net spend list, right, that I, I think I WhatsApped in the morning, I've found it now. If we take away the uniqueness of Man City and the, the richest owners in the world, Right. If we take away them, right. If we look at the rest of the list, net the higher they are, the more disastrous that club has been in recent times. So what does that say? The most desperate clubs, the most disorganised clubs like Everton, Arsenal, Brighton, West Ham, Bournemouth are in that list. Mm. All these teams are above us: Newcastle, Spurs, Crystal Palace. All have. At least double our net spend, yeah. right? And Adam reckons that Villa has Adam reckons Villa, Villa as well. And and, yeah, yeah, and look, yeah, can I read? Can I read a couple of comments out because I can't put them all on the screen, right? I will. I will I'll go in order, right? And it's Charlie Lawson, right? And it's it's a brilliant, brilliant point with regards to um, Manchester. United, right? He says the first one he says was Sanchez on a free signing, okay? But destroyed the club structure. The Gea ends up on three hundred and thirty grand a week as a result. But they bought Bruno Fernandes, so it's all good. That's this is what I'm talking about. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Sean, fucking amazing, isn't he? He's so fucking good looking. It's untrue. It's actually appalling. <laughs> it's how, how he actually agrees Same. to come on screen with any of us is... It's, it's, ah, it's a you see, that's an old trick, that is, because the only idea are coaches yeah, are better than yeah. you are, you know? Yeah, 100%. But look... Gav? You right, Gav? Look, the net spend, and that's, absolute, that's absolutely fine. Hmm? 
And so you come out. I thought you went off a little wanky. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 I'll do that later. Um, Every Sunday night around half 11 um, (laughs) when he sends me the pictures. But, um, you know, I just, the net spend thing for me, uh, you you need to stop looking at that. You would start looking at it if, for argument's sake, Liverpool were selling all these players, right? And we're in a minus figure. Where you yeah. go, literally, they are sold two hundred million, and the and the net spend is minus a hundred million. And I disagree, Gav. You yeah, no, you would, you know, you would, man. No, no. If we're in the same position we are now as being European champions, three European uh, finals in in four years or whatever, and we're about to blow the fucking uh, the back doors off the league, you don't look at it. You you only look at that. Start looking at that shit. When you're not performing on the pitch, this is what I'm saying. Let's if you, if you, if you, only if came you, in as a weapon by Rafa to use when he was in charge and he wasn't getting the money and he was having to work miracles with small transfers. Had his own narrative. And that's how Let's Spend came yeah. in to the lexicon and it's dead ever since. And it's an absolutely pointless fucking. We weren't, you know, he was um, trying to turn Blade and shit Sambo's into fillet steaks back then. And it, you know, he wasn't able to do it, but he was using that as a weapon. That's not the way it is now. To, to be low, so low on the net spend league and to be successful as we are, that is an absolute fucking did, did, top. We're singing genius. that from the roof. We could sell it. We could sell players for half of what we did and be up in the net spend league, and we'll yeah. be in a worse position. But this is what I'm saying. My only arg- my, my only argument against net spend or for net spend will be if if we sold Philippe Coutinho for 142 million and throw in I don't know sell Salah for 150 for argument's sake. Yeah. So you're looking at 290 million and Liverpool replace them with. Forty million pounds worth of players, right? So now you're looking, you're saying you're two hundred million in the minus two hundred million in the net spent. Okay, mm. if that's all you do over a year, right? And you're eight or you're tenth, then you've yeah. every argument to go. Listen, that's we're selling all these players. Yeah. a bit like Mike Ashley. You exactly. know that kind of way. Exactly. Unless you get to Mike Ashley levels of fucking stupidity, right? When yeah. it comes to when it comes to football, I, I, team ownership. Relax, it's all fine. But listen, hold on, just very quickly, very quickly. Barry Carr just said there, uh, net spend gets you Champions League finals. Fact, I think Um, he's messing. Tell oh, good, I hope he is because I was about to say, tell that to Man City fans. Yeah, okay, exactly. In fact, look, we've 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 spoken so positively, and I agree with everything that's been said. But what I will say is, I can't remember. (laughs) <laughs> that was a good point. That's amazing. I, I, I and that is the end of the it's show. Because of Matt. It's because of Matt. It's because of Matt. He fucking brought in. Kieran Thorne says there's 74 people in the chat on YouTube. There's 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 um there's 300 people watching on Periscope. Um, if you're on the chat, uh, get liking and sharing. It's been a cracking show yeah. tonight. I've really enjoyed it. I knew it would go off. Um, but it's been really really Sorry, good. Sorry, I finished yet either. I've oh, 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 and I've something special <laughs> for you. Oh, we've something very special for you at the end, which I'm not going to tell you. Go on, back to Grizz. Grizz. Grizz is on to something. No, Keith, Grizz, is, remember. Grizz is remembered. No, Keith, I, I, you know, I, to, to make it a fair debate, right? You got to say the other side, and I'm not talking about again the Mongols. I'm talking about the fair, <laughs> rational, level-headed people, right? The in between, right? The in between us, right? Pardon the pun, but this business model, this working model, has got us this far, and it's mm. amazing. Is it four years, Matt? Into we've, uh, we've already screen? said this. What's your point? I'm, I'm coming to it. If you don't, if you just give me about thirty Hurry minutes, up. thirty minutes. Now, a lot of people will say, right? Jurgen Klopp hasn't been involved in a rebuild of a team. Neither have FSG. The litmus test. Remember that. Remember the litmus test. 
the litmus test will come now when we do we will have to invest the owners will have to take slightly more risks than they had to to rebuild this team and to go the second phase because the second on. phase is the second he rebuilding took over, of the team. He took over a team that needed rebuilding. What the fuck are you on about? Yeah. No, but, no, but he, he took, hasn't been... No, yeah, but he's, in no, one he's, he took over a team Matt, with Balotelli and Benteke up front. Matt, Matt he's the, yeah. built a team. I'm talking about building the same team again. He's built a no, team. He built a winning team from a shit team, but can he build another winning team from a winning team? He's built a winning... He's been a, built a winning team at every single club he's been to. You're, right, you're, mental, he you're mental if you think he hasn't he, done that. He hasn't rebuilt that team. He didn't do it at Mainz. He didn't do it at Dortmund. I think he done it at Dortmund. I think he done it at Dortmund. He had a team when he went on. in there and then he re, he, he had yeah, players won the league and then got them back. Like Lewandowski went and he got Aubameyang. Loads of people moved on and he replaced But I think I think mostly the key to what Klopp has done is it's been... A slow and steady pro- progress. Yeah. I can't and believe I mean, it that, that long for Grizz to make such a shite point. Great, I, great. I don't even think that was Grizz talking. That might be in the spirit of someone else, and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to let him go on that. <laughs> but how but, Keith understood it? I, I don't oh, think man, he did, but he's going to give you the thumbs up anyway, right? Um, but but the slow and steady progress he's made has has made a a really smooth transition to what he's got to. You know, and what I mean by that is instead of going walking in and going, uh, them A players need to go, and I need these A players here. Um, you know, it very rarely works. I think maybe Mourinho was probably the only one to do it around 2004 when he just signed loads of lads. But they were all brilliant and he got them going. But the slow and steady progress on the club and in coinciding with FSG has been really good for Liverpool because it's it's kept and built in a, an identity with this side as it's gone on. You know, we know what, he's, what he was trying from the start. You could see it growing and growing and growing all the time. And then all this rock and roll football, now that's all disappeared. He's, he's fucking, he's tactically so adept in, in what he's doing regardless of who he's playing where he's playing him and what players he has at his disposal it's been brilliant listen we'd all love to go in and go uh, sign Mbappe Messi and, and such yeah. and such next but it it's it's closest to su- a guaranteed success as you possibly get but at the same time you have to look back at what Klopp's done and gone he's just picked and picked and picked until he's got what he wanted and what he's needed and it hasn't been because he's being hamstrung by FSG it's because he's worked together um, exactly. you know Michael Edwards should get a massive mention in this because you know he was slagged off as being part of this transfer committee because they named it that was a massive mistake they made under Rodgers but Look at him now. You know he's. They're talking about building statues for him. Um, but if we look back, if we look back at Klopp, right, has there been any instances of him bad mountain or being snoyed about FSG or the ownership or restrictions that he's being placed on or yeah. anything about transfers? Not once. Now we know he's, managers can do that. That's We've a great point. Rogers. Great We've seen point. That with and you never hear it with Klopp. People have to understand, Klopp is running the club the way Klopp wants to run the club. If you look back at his forced interviews with Liverpool, he said, not as forced one maybe, but early doors, he said he'd rather promote players from the youth team every season than boy players. Right? He said it. That's his he said that right, early yeah. on, and he'd rather that than spend money on players for the sake of it. When that's now happening, people are losing their shit and saying, oh, FSG are denying them the money. And clubs, clubs will walk it's, out on this. Club signed a new contract. To walk it's, on almost that Keith, it's almost Keith. People have forgotten that they begged for this man, right? Yeah. And you know, all the hipsters wanted Jurgen Klopp, the next best thing in Europe, etc. And without studying his methods and how he operates and how he works, and even though he came to us, and as you said in many interviews, he said, "I don't believe in 
buying to get out of trouble or fixing an issue. He said, I don't necessarily believe in that. But yet we, we've lost trust in him saying that we, we don't believe him now. It's a mad way of thinking. The, the, the man literally said every season, I don't believe in buying our way out of trouble. I believe in coaching, persevering, creating chemistry in a squad, in a play, and the spirit and everything. And everything's falling into place. Yet still we've got doubts in certain, yeah, in certain, in certain sections. Right. Listen, I want to get on to the most important thing of tonight. Um, not team of Werner, not FSG, not Jurgen Klopp, um, not transfer windows. It's winning the league. And that should be, in my opinion, your only, your only outlook at this stage. You know, forget, um, financial reports, COVID-19, how it's going to affect you. When will you be back in the ground? All that sort of stuff. Winning the league is the most important thing that you've probably ever had, um, as a Liverpool fan. Um, I know it is winning this league is right up there with anything I've ever wanted, um, as a Liverpool fan and waited so long for. Grizz is just pissed off. I think he, he believes that, um, winning the league isn't that important and um, yeah. he's gone mad he is that he, he said something earlier that he should have actually tweeted um, yeah, and listen, he, might, he might tweet it later <laughs> and if he does tweet it later listen show him some support show I think he's just realised how shit that last point was remember when he yeah, while he's gone yeah, lads, lads, while he's gone right did you see what he said though listen let me make a point and then he forgot that wasn't that amazing <laughs> yeah yeah wonderful <laughs> it was absolutely amazing wasn't <laughs> what a time it? to be I think he's had to leave in the immersion on or he's plugged out the freezer with all the double decker ice cream in it. Don't yeah. tell him when he comes back, right? Um but lads, and Matt, I'll come to you first. Like, no league title since since nineteen ninety, okay? Um all right. We have come close on a couple of occasions, but this one we were absolutely romping. COVID nineteen comes in, it's a worldwide pandemic. What can you do? But we are we are definitely two weeks away from Liverpool's first game back. It will be Everton. Um, venue to be confirmed, apparently, on the 21st of June. But we should be just enjoying this match, shouldn't we? We should be just, regardless of the strange situation it's in, we should be revelling in this match for this two weeks that's coming up and every other game that goes beyond that. We should be all over this, shouldn't we? I am. Uh, yeah. If, if you're not, we've waited this long. If you're not, then... Uh, I'm not the only one. Um... Yeah, I'm absolutely fucking loving it. I can't wait to win the league. Um, yeah, what, what, what more can we say? We, we've enjoyed it the whole way. We just had a little blip, this fucking COVID. Almost I was just going to say, the only thing that spoiled it is this COVID. Otherwise, we were in a proper frenzy, you know, heightened frenzy. We were absolutely... Uh, do you know what? Don't worry about that. It will come back as soon as that ball's kicked around the pitch. It'll be all over. But did you um, think today that if, even if if the wait till the 13th game of next season, we'll be having a parade? Do you know what I mean? So you yeah, exactly. That. Game. He knows the score and they're, they're not going to stop the Liverpool celebrations for the 13th game. Oh, no, 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 no. And we've you got the perfect mean? manager in terms of celebrations as well and getting mad. He's the maddest cunt manager ever to celebrate. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the state of Klopp in the celebrations? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, listen. Moves Klopp, moves Klopp is... The, uh, I think I think um I think Klopp is determined to you know, regardless of when he can do it, he wants he I'll put it this way, he wants to sit on the back of a double decker bus with a load of bottles or a load yeah. of cans and go through the streets of Liverpool. And I think he knows that if he can get that, it's going to be it'll dwarf what you we'll, seen last we'll do last June. When we'll do it, we'll save it and do it when we can. Well, I feel sorry for the players and I feel sorry for Klopp because they've worked. Someone, someone like Jordan Henderson's been through so much shit and he's given so much to this football club for this exact moment. Now the only saving grace is they got it with the Champions League. 
Uh, so so that that helps a little bit. But I feel so sorry for players like him who've put yeah. everything into this club and after 30 years to finally bring us the league and the, the, there's this thing where we can't celebrate it. So gotcha, we, will, we will wait until... Uh, we can and it'll be a fucking party that night. I'm it'll be the home. biggest. I've said it. I've said it before. We know it's always going to be the biggest party ever because of the weight, because of the extra yeah. weight for the mm. the the tension, the drama of the COVID year and everything. Everyone thinks all opposition fans talking absolutely out of their asses when they say, "Oh, you know, it's not going to mean it's going to be a damp squib, whatever." Yeah. When they Don't see those so. pictures, when they see those pictures of Liverpool yeah. packed to the rafters, because you know, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be... How many people were at the parade for the Champions League, lads? Anyone know? Three, qu- three quarters of a million. 750, yeah. And mm. we're saying, are you trying to tell me there won't be a million plus for the league parade? Yeah. Whenever yeah. it is. They, yeah. the, you know. Opposition fans know they haven't got a point when they say that because yeah. how far ahead we are. But just imagine, imagine going through fucking COVID and we were only one point ahead. It'd be fucking horrible, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Every day, about we wouldn't that be we, we wouldn't be doing these podcasts. I can tell you that. Yeah. I'd be I'd be sedated yeah, in a fucking the corner yeah. of a dark room. I'd be grey and fucking not yeah. on it. Yeah, uh, Stevie it. says. Stevie says he thinks we win it next season too. I absolutely agree with you. That's a great ahead. point. It's a great point because they've used sort of. In each of the last few seasons, you know, they got beaten in the Champions League final, used it for the next season to yeah. win the Champions League, got pipped in the league, used it the next season. And the fear was, right, they've done two in a row and they might just hit the wall and take the foot off. But now they're being nearly robbed of their, their joy of winning it. And then... The, the, the thing with Klopp is, and I've said this for about four years now, whenever we get to a final... I have. Whenever we he get had, to a final... He said it to me. June yeah. 2016 it was. He, he, Whenever we used to get get nearly there, like under Rodgers and under Rafa, it felt like that was it. We were riding yeah. our luck. Exactly. Under Klopp, at every stage, it's always felt like a stepping stone. Progression, progression, back. progression. But yeah. when and, uh, and when you drag when you drag that back, man, you feel like it's a stepping stone. You feel like it's built on a way more secure ground. You have to include FSG in that. Yeah, of course. Well, of course, well, I love him. I'll suck John Henry off. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sake, man. For what? No, for a league title, or a for a league title, or a jant on on Linda's yacht? Fun on a Friday. Unbelievable. Pre pre bills are um, entertainment, I suppose. But listen. Lads, lads, before um before we go and people are saying like they'd be behind the sofa if we're only a point behind. I can the, the worst person I can think of if we were a point ahead going into the COVID would be Shane Davron, who spends um Liverpool matches behind the sofa eating share bags of meanies. Yeah. So um he would be in no state right now to uh, be a Liverpool supporter, I don't think. I think he'd just knock her on the head if we're only a point ahead uh, and have to wait three months to play our next game. But Keith, um it is going to be different, you know. Yeah. And listen, it might take one game, it might take two games, it could take four games. We don't know. No. But um, my 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 bet is on two games anyway. Yeah. But it's going to be different, Keith. You see people under, you know, ordering smoke bombs and flags and all sorts of stuff. They go yeah. mental in their own way. Does it take that away for you? Because it doesn't for me. It doesn't for me because I wasn't going to be at, Anfield and anyway do you know what I mean so my personal right it would have been in the pub maybe but now we'll see how that goes you know what I mean we'll all be in getting we have a chance 
the old uh, toasted Sambo and 15 points there, please, yeah. John. We'll be all on that pause. Nobody's buying field. We're just going to go in and not yeah. buy field and just drink. That's yeah. it. I'm still waiting to decide what I want. Give us two points while we wait. If that's the case, if we get that, well, then there'll be no difference. Do you know what I mean? So I'll still celebrate and enjoy it. And I've said this all along. It takes the monkey off our back, no matter what way we win it, that they can't use it. Oh, it's been this since you've won it. It's been that. Well, there you go. We've won it. We'll go again and we'll see how we go. Yeah, um, people are worried that it will get stopped again, so we need to get it one quickly, says Ray Dickinson. I can't Don't be listening to that D-bag. No, not people. He, he's, he's worried. Yeah. Again, not people. Well, I, I'm going to get on to Matt Dicko now in a minute and tell it to sort him out. Um, he, he does this while the football's on. He's been sound throughout the COVID, and now when football's starting to come back, he's, he's yeah. all sort of conspiracy theory, and it shouldn't be happening. He's just worried about um, winning the fancy football. That's yeah, the fancy football yeah. is absolutely tight, lads, when it comes to the when, when it comes to the trippers, lads. Plus, I just found uh, the league predictions or the f- the season predictions from yeah. all the lads in my draw here. Yeah, I found them, and I have <laughs> to keep wait. holding them until hey, Gav, then, give, until me, the give over. me mine and Grizz's number one there. Um, no, I won't. Um, Stephen O'Connor asks, just a quick answer, yes or no. Uh, do you think we will get 100 points? Yes. Keith? yes. Yeah. Yeah. Grizz? Definitely no. no. Definitely no. no. I knew it would be. Um, I think we're going to smash the arse off teams. I think there's no, the no stadium, no fans in the stadium. We think well, it's I, said, I said 98 <laughs> points at the start of the season. And no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you, you didn't. You can't. You, you can't. Look, listen. I can't say this enough. He You've cannot remember. Down, You've got it written down. You, Gav. you cannot remember your predictions for the season. You've got it and I'll tell down, you why. Let me tell. Let me explain why. Right? Because I sent you all the information as to what you needed to do. Okay. Did you write it down? Oh, I have it all written down beside me. It's in the drawer Good. here beside me. But I sent you all the information. Okay. You read it. Decided you didn't understand it. Message Paddy Lawson to ask him, okay, what the story was. Paddy Lawson sent to me his predictions, and yours rocked up about 10 minutes later, exactly the same as his, bar probably one thing, okay? So don't tell me what you predicted, okay? You copy and paste the Paddy Lawson. Okay. That's what you've done. That's what you've done. Um, I, uh, somebody said something there, and I don't understand what it means. Um, here. Gav, I put my hand and Gav, I put my hand and that was you. I don't know what that was. He lying in bed beside me last night or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I don't know what that means. Avo, if you want to explain yourself. Um, oh, right. Quick one. Fake fan noises or not? Love it. Yes. Yes, yeah, get him on. Yeah, you said this weeks ago, Matt, didn't you? You said this weeks ago to get Yeah, yeah. I want, I want the Everton fans to, I want to hear them go. But one thing, Keith, um, I don't know if Keith will know the answer, but anyone. But you know that the fake noises, they're only yeah. for TV, right? Well, know. no one in the ground will hear them. Oh, <laughs> I'd imagine this is for the TV. No, they're not pointing them out over the loudspeaker in the stadium. I would, I would like it over, this, over the uh, tunnels in the stadium as well. Nah, we don't need that. Klopp has got us training in an empty stadium, so we get used to it. Don't be worrying about the players. Worry about yourself. Yeah. Did um, did the Bundesliga have it this weekend? Because they Kieran did, said yeah. it made a massive difference. Massive. On the TV? Yeah, he had the noises, yeah. the fake noises, yeah. Did it actually get, like, cheering as they were getting close to the yes. goal and stuff? Yes. Was it yes. all proper? It's, yeah, oh. it was proper. Uh, they've, they've been watching our show, I'm sure. Uh, Shaq says, Gav, I put my hand up that you said we would get 98 points this season. Um, I, I, I said, I, I always got with 95. I think 95 is always a great bet. Um, I 104. Yeah. What's the max we can get? 109. Well, I'll take that. 
Okay. I think... Um, I like this new lad. Well, Klopp, Klopp done an interview with the Anfield Rapture of the week and he said that he's willing to go all out for as many wins as he possibly can. He's he's not worried about it because... Yeah, Gavin, he's, he's, you, you were messaging me the other day saying you think the kids are going to come in. Not a possibility, not a chance. No, and you know what? I thought, I thought he might do something where he might try to stagger it to give them... Did you listen to what pre- I said and then realise how stupid you were? The, <clears> no, the, I thought, the, what the I thought was... The best I thought, way to hold on. for next season is to play them players, get them playing with each other. I understand that, but I, th- I did think that when it comes to it, you have to think of their family time as well. Like, their family time at the moment now is just fucking sitting in the back end looking at the kids that are wrecking your head. Let's be honest about it, whether you're footballers or not, that's what happens. What I was thinking was they might stagger a break for them to where they can get away and get a break and stuff like that and come back. What but wouldn't help? He's, no, well, he's, he's, he's aiming, he's aiming for the lot. Three months break? Yeah, oh, yeah, but in his bleeding gaff, like, no. you know, it's not like you You've taken a Grizz tablet, you're talking bollocks. No, <laughs> I haven't taken a Grizz tablet, okay? Calm down. Yeah, don't Psycho. say that. <laughs> Psycho. Um, lads, anything else before we go? No. Chris. No. No. Um, somebody commented earlier, uh, oh, Shawnee lost his Gav, quick one. Uh, Shawnee, be quick, let us know what you, what, what Come you here, want. Come Shawnee. Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, come here to me. Who do we want to get the league winning goal? Keith Forst. Bobby. Ma. Chan. Chan. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got to be my man, my man Bobby. Same okay. I like this yeah, new absolutely. lad. My, 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 mine's money. He, he wants it more than anyone else. Black yeah. Lives Matter. <laughs> Oh, he's throwing her in at the end. I can't believe it. And I can't even edit it out. I can on the audio, but I'm not going to. Uh, Grizz is hiding behind his microphone in case any of his friends ring him. <laughs> um, uh, mine would be, uh, I'm with Avo on this, I think, Henderson. All day fucking long. Absolutely all day long. It's, it's, it'd be sensational. Yeah. Um, lads, that has been the Fatback 4 daily. It, uh, no, it's just been the Fatback 4. Um, it's been unbelievable. It's been a brilliant chat. We've got millions of millions of comments in tonight it's been unreal um people seem to enjoy the basically all of us getting annoyed at each other i think uh people have been annoyed by and as a special treat as a special treat before we finish keith is going to play us out on the tin whistle don't tell me he's frozen yeah because we're doing the trippers band and i agree that and i've learned this yeah no i'm not frozen I only know a little bit size, so I just kind of have to take it, you know? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> it's <just> amazing. <laughs> and that's all I have so far. Is okay. that it? That's it. There is progress. Okay. Yeah, I like Friday. Don't worry. Yeah, like what was that? that? I was watching what, what going to do the next bit. Well, what other tunes have you got? Let's see. What else have we got? Go on, give us a few more. Go on. Yeah. Should the lads are only finishing off their cans? <laughs> He's been heard of this on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, Keith will be signing on, thinking they listen to the fucking <laughs> Blind Boy podcast. I tell you. Yeah. If you have a lisp, can you still play the tin whistle? <laughs> oh, Whopper. There, that was East End. There you go. But, uh, there you go. <laughs> Unbelievable. Go. Unbelievable. Content. Come here, I tell you. There isn't a podcast out there. That is playing you out with the team whistle. I don't give two fucks what you say. Um, it's absolutely not happening. Ma, it's been so enjoyable. Uh, you're just the business. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Chris. Grizz, that point that you were going to make and then forgot, it was the highlight for me. But um, brilliant yet again. Thanks a million. Thanks, Good stuff. And Keith, 
Keith, Keith just Keith's like um, <laughs> oh, no, no, that last bit. I can't get that. Do you remember? Do you remember? Head keeps saying, "I know this." Oh, hold on, I can get this. <laughs> and he just keeps strumming on the guitar. Oh, I'd love to see Keith and Father Head in the Caravan episode. I think I it'd be know, absolutely, um, absolutely unreal. Um, yeah, that's been it. Um, if anybody wants any more Tim Whistle intros or outros, Keith is your man. Uh, let us know, and we will try incorporate them in the show as we go forward. Boys, know, uh, that was- the start of EastEnders, the start of Dirty Old Town, and I do know the start of Away in the Manger as well. So you know, Oh, well, we keep that for Christmas. Yeah, keep it festive. When, when Grizz is not, he doesn't I'll believe sing, in Christmas. No, no, I'm going to sing Away in the Manger with, while you're playing it. Love do you remember you sang E17 because you lost the bet? Yeah. That was deadly, wasn't it? I'm going to sing Away in the Manger. <laughs> what song was it? Stay another day? Grizz, Grizz. We're, 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 we're acting the MAGA on, um, on, on YouTube, right? But we're, we're getting up near... Uh, we're getting up near 2,000 subscribers, yeah? Hell, I don't know, yeah, yeah. but we are. But come here, Leasha, uh, if we get to 2,000, would you, what song would you be willing to sing? I think I'm going to sing um, a, a Bollywood Indian classic. Right. I was thinking, would you not, <laughs> not, would you not sing Lady in Red? No. Nah. I could sing Lady oh, in Red. Oh, like oh, oh, no, Shawnee, Shawnee has it. Shawnee has it. You sing The Bells Are Ringing. Remember, oh, yeah, remember? the one. That's yeah? the one. I've got to learn the words, but I love it. It's my favourite song. It's my favourite song. Doesn't know the words, doesn't know the name of it. But yeah, I'm, um, I'm prepared to learn that. I'm prepared. You, could, could you play the bagpipes to that? Where have you played? That's a tin whistle. The bagpipes. <laughs> I'd give anything. I'd give anything for Keith. He's standing in a sitting room playing the bagpipes. If you can play that, uh, the bells are ringing. With your yeah. bagpipes. What a combination that will be. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back later. Christmas we'll special. Come back. We've got to get that done by Christmas. Okay, oh, lads, see. subscribers are dropping as we speak. So um <laughs> let's get out of here. We never get to that two thousand. We never see Keith with his bagpipes, also known as a tin whistle, and Grizz singing um the fairy tale in New York, but he calls it the bells are ringing. But it's his favourite song. Touch it a bit. Over and out. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.